Welcome to the Gathering Network Covenant Partner Podcast, a conversation designed to help covenant partners live Jesus-shaped lives. And here we are again for another episode of the Gathering Network Covenant Partner Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Ben Myers and the one and only Jordan Jordan Bonfield. Hey. (laughs) Glad you're with us again. Thanks. It It feels pretty awesome having you here. Feels right. Feels just right. It was meant to be. (laughs) That's right. Hey, I have really enjoyed uh, this journey that we've been on with Mike and Sally, and I'm excited about jumping into this episode about predictable patterns and missional meals. We'll talk about that more in just a minute, but JB, you have some announcements for us, so dive into those for us. I do. Go ahead and get out your calendars or make some notes because we've got a pretty full summer and a lot of dates to give you here. So just a reminder that Leadership Training Project is always looking for people to do lunch for them. These are our summer interns, and as you know, college students are always hungry, and this is an awesome way to show them the hospitality of the Gathering Network. So we'd love to have you feed them lunch Monday through Thursday. Those are the days that we meet. You can go to the website under the Up and Coming section, and you can email Lindsay to get a hold of that calendar and figure out if you can feed them sometime this summer. The next announcement we have for you is the Form Info Night which is July 27th. And for those of you that might not know, Form is a place where we're really trying to work out our role in the kingdom of God together. Uh, Form meets weekly, and it is really a valuable experience with seasoned leaders and helpful content and experiences to help you grow in your calling and your leadership. This is going to be our fourth year that we're doing Form. And it's really been helpful for people in varying life stages as they've wanted to grow in hearing God and really learning how to put into practice the ways of Jesus. The location for the info night is will be announced soon, but again, just put it on your calendars for Thursday night, July 27th. We are currently taking applications, and there are more details located at formkc.org. Just a reminder for your July calendar, we have an all-worship on Sunday, July 30th. Just want to make sure that you know about that and that you have that on your calendar. Bring your family, bring your friends, come join us for that night as we worship with one another. Then the last announcement I have is the 61 Retreat, August 18th and 19th at Bridgeport Community Church. This is our twice a year opportunity, our planning time to be with one another. We connect with other missional communities and we really spend some time in prayer and planning. We're honored this year and this August retreat to have Paul and Ellie McConaughey with us. Paul and Ellie have years of practical experience to draw from in missional communities and family on mission. And we're looking forward really to our time with them. Again, this is August 18th and 19th at Bridgeport Community Church. Look for the invitation in your email soon. Well, you know, I said it at the top of this podcast. I'm really thankful that Mike and Sally Breen have agreed to allow us to repost a couple of their podcasts from the Off Mic podcast that they sponsor. This episode really hits it on the mark for us, and I think it's going to be really, really applicable to all of us who are trying to live together Uh, as spiritual families on mission in the context of missional communities. So we're excited to bring this to you. Thank you, Mike and Sally Breen. 
for allowing us to repost this here at the Gathering Network Covenant Partner Podcast. Here we go. Predictable Patterns and Missional Meals by Mike and Sally Breen. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Off Mic Podcast. I don't know which number it is. It's about 15 or something. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I think it's quite a lot. I've only done about three. Yeah, but... I'm I'm slow to the party, late to the party. Yeah, and the the, the quality, depending on which way you look at it, has either gone up or down. It's definitely gone down. No, I think it's It's gone up. It's definitely gone down. I think it's gone up. So So this week, we're going to do predictable patterns, because lots of people have been asking about them. People ask us about it all All the time. The time. Everywhere we go, everyone asks us about predictable patterns. Especially when we're doing the family on mission workshops. Yeah, especially then. Yeah, because it's... It's one of the three main elements of family on mission. Spiritual parents, predictable patterns, mission on purpose. purpose. Yeah. And so the predictable patterns are really important, aren't they? Yeah, and I think it's the area that people struggle with. Yeah, it's interesting that, isn't it? I mean, I I, I get the struggle because, you know, life is busy. It's very hard to organise our lives into predictable patterns. But uh, I remember the genesis of all of this stuff after that kind of little burnout episode that I had in Hackney before we were married and I came up to see you in Sheffield you were still a student and I used to sit on the top deck of that bus go round and round and round <laughs> I used to 2p it used to be two pence you used to get onto the bus it sounds like you it sounds sounded, like we're talking sounded, about Victorian yeah, period and also like eh? oh I went to school in a shoebox that's right 14 miles both ways only you, the English you were people lucky. will know this no anyway, I know it's, it, anyway most people have watched Monty Python's um but um yeah, you, you spent you spent two pen, two pence. Tuppence. Tuppence. We... Well, it was two pence in those days. It wasn't tuppence. Oh. Tuppence was the previous. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, imperial coinage, but um, yeah, used to take used to spend two p. Get on the bus, and I it was on a big loop outside your uh, apartment with all those girls, and uh, I used to sit on the top deck and I used to read theology on the top deck of that double decker bus and come all the way around. It took about four hours, I think, and you saw. I mean, literally, you saw the great and the good on that journey. Mm, absolutely. And uh, it was really just reflecting on all that and realising that um, it was necessary for me to think through a more <coughs> balanced lifestyle, that I began to look at the Bible afresh. And, and it was really that that was the beginnings of what became the rhythm of life, what became the semicircle in yep. in life shapes, became all of that uh, exposition of... Genesis, the beginning of Genesis, especially uh, that little crossover between the end of chapter one and the beginning of chapter two that talks about the day of rest and how God established the day of rest. And then, of course, reflecting on that in relation to the Ten Commandments. So that whole picture of a pattern of life established by God himself as he creates and then looks at everything he's done. And there's evening and there's morning and then there's the first day. And then there's evening and there's morning and there's the second day. And of course, very predictable. Yeah, very predictable, very, very rhythmic. And um, and you begin to get a sense of God creating the universe with these rhythms and patterns that we're supposed to flow in and be part of. So, yeah, that, that's where it came out of. And um, and of course, I, I guess that's where the story begins. But of course, now many people, as life has become more and more chaotic and more and more uh, complex, uh, people are needing these predictable patterns even more, aren't they? Yeah, and I think, I mean, I always say, I mean, you and me are very different personality types in terms of this. Yeah. And 
I love predictable patterns. Yeah. My personality would not naturally like them. I mean, yeah. as in, it's not, it's not my nature to really like them. But I love them, and I love to reset them at the beginning of the year, and mm. I love to embrace them. And the reason that I like it is I think it gives me a sense of confidence as I walk through the week. Yeah. And yeah. a sense of clarity. Oh, I'm getting the Steady on now. sense of clarity. Alliterated. And a sense of clarity so I know where I'm going. Yeah. I know what I'm aiming for. And I'm um and we do it every year. We reassess them, have a look at them. This being the beginning of a new year. Yes, yeah. and we were travelling a lot of January and so this yeah. is much more out. and we are beginning um, a new predictable pattern within our household, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We can talk about that a bit later. Okay. But um, but right now, the, the predictable patterns that we've carried over from years and years gone by are always to have breakfast together, usually to have dinner together. I mean, probably five out of... I mean, six. Five out of... I mean, it's yeah. very rare that I have dinner somewhere else. And, and and that was true, actually, when the kids were being raised. So Especially even as a, Even in a busy parish uh, in England, we still had breakfast and dinner together. And we really built our world around that. We built our lives around the kitchen table. And I think that that was enormously important. And then, of course, at the breakfast table, as we did when the kids were there, we read a portion of Scripture. And right now we're reading through the Psalms. We did that all last year. We've done it for many years, actually. But we're reading through the Moravian texts, Psalm, which kind of helps me to kind of gear into the daily devotions uh, that I put out on the the website, michaeljamesbreen.com. So, yeah, the the predictable pattern of breakfast, dinner, and reading a scripture over breakfast, I think has probably served as well for, what, three decades? At least three. At least three. Yeah. Well, I've been married 37 years in September. So. 37. Good night. That's amazing. That's a, that's a double life sentence, isn't it? It is a double life sentence. <laughs> you wicked man. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, so the idea then of, of predictable patterns giving security, I think that's a tremendously important thing. I, I always remember in those early days of um, researching the work around... Uh, the rhythm of life, uh, looking at um, all of those um, behavioural scientists. Yeah, and they all say it, don't they? They all say the same thing. They say that children raised with predictable patterns learn to trust their environment, learn to trust the authority figures in their life, and therefore grow much more secure in relation to those. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to just say, I mean, we've just had a lovely example. Uh, Finlay and Libby and Penny have just gone by, walked by with the dog. Literally just walked in. And what does he want? He wants what he had at the very beginning. He wants exactly the same in exactly the same way. He wants a a hot cocoa. He wants a hot cocoa. And we sat there and I had a cup of tea and I wrestled with Penny and the dog and... All that stuff. But it's like he... If children actually naturally yearn for it. Yeah. And, And the interesting thing is that this pattern of adventure and retreat, of reaching out and returning is a hugely important pattern. And, and I think mealtimes are often the point where you return yep. and kind of touch base. Regroup. Press, re, that's right. Press the default button, regroup, and then you can adventure out. And so I think a missional lifestyle built around mealtimes 
is um, is really important if you're going to have the security to do that totally. reaching out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's hugely a hugely important thing. Well, and also meals are, when I think about it, they're a place of nurture. Yeah. But then they naturally become a place of discipleship, don't they? Yeah. And they're a place of community because, you know, as the old proverb says, you have to put your weapons down to eat, don't you? And everyone joins. I mean, they're just brilliant. Oh, yeah. So so predictable patterns, of course, there's lots of different ways of having predictable patterns. I mean, the thing about me is I'm very predictable, almost to the point of, Kind of uh, yes, I could say that compulsive. slightly, slightly compulsive, slightly compulsive, a little on the shade side. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Don't like change. Oh well, I yeah, I, I don't Not, like surprises. No, I no, like change. Yeah, you don't like surprises. I don't like that surprises. Would be better, I like change as long as I can uh, dictate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that. Yeah. I wouldn't normally use the word dictate, but I understand what you mean. So, um, so tonight then, uh, we are starting a new predictable pattern. When we first arrived here, we kind of broke into the neighbourhood by having happy hour. And I know lots of people tried various different kinds of happy hour around the movement. I, the one I liked the most was the popsicle on the porch. Yeah, that was... Um... I can't remember. They're in uh, Fort Wayne. I can't think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the McCarthy's. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, and, but of course that's great. And in some ways, I think it was a more, it was an even better contextual model, um, because it's the porch. It's a popsicle, which means that there's no kind of issues about alcohol and stuff like that. But you know, being English, we, we don't started have as with happy hour. <laughs> we didn't have as many issues about alcohol, but um, maybe it was more suitable for our environment. Yes, an adult kind of r-rated kind of version but um it was great we got to know the people we got to know everybody everybody felt like we were a non-religious presence within the community even though they quickly realized that we were a spiritual presence in the community which i think i think causes some degree of discomfort for the average american who who often places things like not drinking in the category of being a christian Yes. And so yeah, I think that caused uh, some uh, conversations and some interesting uh, comments. But, you know, the number of people now in the community who ask us to pray for them and, and you know, often come to us with big needs and, and, and big issues, I think is quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, we, but, we get that yeah. quite regularly, don't we? I would say once a week. At least once a week, somebody in the community is asking us to pray for them in some way or another. And sometimes they want us to pray for them right there and then. I mean, I can remember that just a a month or so ago, uh, holding hands with a few of the people in the community. So, you know, there's there's a, a little way that we've journeyed, but now we feel that we want to build in an anchorage point around which we can begin to encourage the, the community that's already here yeah. as a neighbourhood to be slightly more intentional. I mean, there's an awful lot of intuitive, there's an awful lot of um, of kind of informal connection in the community the the people who live here are amazing community builders but but we thought a bit of intentionality so well you you tell folks what what is we decided yes i just thought it would be the time we've established our relationships enough to invite them um for a meal and basically i just decided that we were going to go for it with you we talked about it prayed about it and i mean we talked about it for at least a year yeah and then it was it never seemed the right time we floated it a couple of times it never quite landed did it no and these things take a lot longer than you ever think of course so 
we're <clears> doing our first one tonight. We are. And it's very easy. It's the old In about crock. 45 minutes. Yes, and the crock pots are out. Yeah. Chili in them. Yeah. A paleo one and so a... So it's not, it's not the Sally Breen lasagna. No. No, that was really Joni's. Joni's specialism Joni's lasagna. lasagna. Mine is the crock pots. And they've got that. And people are bringing, you know, garlic bread and salad and cookies. Yes. And we're just going to eat a meal together. And everybody was so excited, excited yeah. and loved it. And I said, we're going to do it every week between six and eight. Monday night. It's a boring night. Not much happens. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of get the week off to a good start. Week off to a good start. And it's just a, a great way. And we've got. You know, people who probably alone a lot of the time yeah. coming over. And, and I think... because that window opened up from my Holy Smoke night, I mean, the, the rest of the folks who are listening in who've been connected to us before will remember that on a Monday night I do Holy Smoke usually. But it's uh, but changed But we've moved the that date, to Thursday, yeah. haven't we? Mm. So the night that I meet up with guys who are kind of the the the, the men who... I think partly because of their but partly because of their disposition, partly because of their their form of masculinity, partly because of their because of their way of seeing God, often find it quite difficult to connect with congregational life. They generally come to Holy Smoke and we, you know, have a cigar and a drink of some kind and talk about the Lord. That's moved to Thursday. So it opened up Monday night, didn't it? Yep. And so yeah. what we'll do is we'll eat we will um, give thanks, yeah. and then we will maybe ask, a, maybe not this first week, but yeah. subsequent weeks, we'll ask a question yeah. that we can chat about over the dinner. We'll ask for if anyone has anything they want to pray for, yeah. and it'll be really simple and easy and lightweight yeah. and sustainable because of those things. Absolutely, yeah. So, so we'll just do it in a very lightweight way. We'll say thanks for the food and has anybody got anything to be thankful for this week? And uh, and that'll be just pretty much it, won't it? Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah easy peasy. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And we'll um, keep you posted. We will keep them posted. I think that it's very important in these things not to put too heavier shoes on these things. You know, oh, yeah, I think not... sometimes we end up, you know, saying, well, of course, it's going to be a meal and a Bible study. And it's like, OK, well, you know, I'm all for Bible study, of course. I mean, you know, I do one every day. But... Um, but I think that what you need to do is to allow folks to engage. I mean, none of the people that will be coming tonight, as far as I know, have any connection with a congregation of any no, kind. No, they haven't. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, is I'm not rushing around like, no. you know, a mad woman trying to get everything clean and tidy. No, it no. is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. some meals will be better than others. And it doesn't really well, matter. Yeah. Do you know I mean, what I mean? It's, it's going to be a crockpot meal, which is, you know, if it's a Sally crockpot, it'll be brilliant. But, I mean, what you're saying is, is that... It's easy, it's, it's accessible. It's easy. It, it took you... How long did it take you to prepare it this morning? Probably 10 minutes. OK, Sam, just imagine that we're on a cooking show. No, I'm not doing... I'll do, I'll on, do it ta- one day. No, come on, tell I'll me, do, what did you put I, in no, the crockpot? No, what did you put in the crockpot? I crock put in... Uh, one is just full of vegetables. It's full of... Courgettes and squash. And courgettes. Mushrooms. Do they know oh, what no, that is in not America? Courgettes. Well, they call zucchini, squash. squash, and peppers, and mushrooms, and onions, and tomatoes with a bit of water. No, season. no, with a 
spaghetti sauce thing. Oh, a spaghetti sauce like thing. Like a tomato which sauce. Basically, thing. kind like, of seasons yeah. it, doesn't it? Yeah. And then the other one is uh, mushrooms, tomatoes, ground, ground, beef. ground beef, and uh, red kidney beans. So, red kidney beans, ground beef, tomatoes. Are um, they are they paired? Kind of bell. No, no, in? another jar of tomato. Thing. Oh, tomato thing. And that's thing. it, thrown all in. Yeah. Sprinkled with a bit of soy sauce and yep. a bit of garlic salt and a bit of salt and pepper and done. Yes, it sounds all so easy. And it then is you mix easy. it all in. And leave it for a hundred hours. And now, how long did it take you to prepare it this morning? Ten minutes. Ten minutes, and then you switched it on for eight hours. Eight hours, and there it is. It's done. It's done. And uh yeah, it'll be great. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be tremendous. So this um this whole idea of predictable patterns, I think it's tremendously important in terms of the mission that we do as well. So if we think of, if we think of retreat and advance as the kind of pattern of our missional life, and up until now, of course, we've been talking about the retreat side of it, where we come back for meals, where we spend the night here, obviously, sleeping and then in the morning we we kind of have breakfast get ready for the day and then we return back in the evening and you know this this meal uh, with the community is going to be much more on the retreat end of the continuum as you go out i think it's important to have the same predictable pattern so you know you go to the same gym as far as possible you go at the same kinds of times so you meet the same kinds of people and um you go to the same grocery stores and the same, same coffee, coffee shops. shops. I mean, I go to a coffee shop on Augusta Road. I don't know whether I need to change it soon. I've been going there now for about 18 months. And I really haven't connected with many people. You, you know when you get a, a, a coffee shop staff who are slightly over-attentive to themselves rather than to anybody else. You know, they, they've got their own little kind of Think internal community. They do with that. You're yeah. right, they do. They're, They're all not... kind of buddies and they all get dressed up on particular things like Halloween. And, so. and it seems like it's almost like one of those groups in the in the school play yard, you know, in the schoolyard, where it's a group you can't break into. And so I don't know whether I've found a person of peace there yet. So I'll just have to go somewhere else. I mean, it's no Try problem. another coffee shop. Yeah, of course. No problem. I can do that, Sally. You can. But, but the idea is, is that you, you try a place for a while mm. until you find a person of peace and then you stay with it. Mm. Yeah. What else would you say about um, the, the patterns that we're thinking of in terms of predictable patterns? Well, I think it's interesting because I was reflecting on this, the types of other things we've done. Yeah. Because obviously our children have all left home when we don't have children yeah. here. Yeah. In the household, and so I. Although Libby just no, I mean, well, I meant like house. I mean, like okay, yeah, yeah, I know, but you know what I'm saying. We don't have them. They're not our small children to raise. Living under the same twenty four seven. But I was thinking of all the different. I mean, just a few examples of things we've done. We've always done. We did for a while. Sat Sunday night after after church. church, Anybody who wanted used to come back for sausage sandwiches. And 24. Yeah, that, those were the days when Kiefer Sutherland had changed television forever, wasn't it? I know, amazing. Everyone, I bet if you ask anybody in Sheffield, do you remember watching 24 in the Breen's Lounge I mean, eating sausages? There was a lot of sausages consumed. Yes, there were. I that was fun. Sausage sandwiches, I mean, aren't they? Wonderful. I know. And then Daddy's Breakfast, which I'm sure everyone has heard about in one way or another via 
yeah. folklore or not, Books that you folklore. took one of the children once a week to some special breakfast. That it, they chose. I mean, they, they chose. chose. Yeah, they totally did. Yeah. Every day when the kids came in from school, I did a. Um, I did exactly the same thing. They would walk in the door, they would dump all their stuff, there would be snacks ready, jam sandwiches, in fact, ready for them. Jam sandwiches. As they came in and they would be allowed to sit in front of the telly for 30 minutes watching them. Yeah. And that was it. It was That was their TV time. Yeah. And then, of course, as we've mentioned, we used to do the whole eat together every morning, supper together every evening. And... If you were in a meeting or there was something extraordinary going on at church, we would take the meal to you. Yeah. We would all oh, pack yeah. it up. I would choose to have sandwiches that day. Yeah. And we would come to you and we would eat them in your office yeah. on the floor. And it was that important to us to yeah. spend that it time together. It was really together. important, wasn't it? And, um, you know, pray with the children every night in an evening, read them a book. I mean, all these things that we do instinctively yeah. build patterns for their lives that they then... Duplicate and and, and for, then do, we did we did some things for whole periods of time, but then we didn't carry on until I mean teenage life. I mean uh, appreciation supper, for instance. Yeah, but we did that for quite appreciation supper once a month. Saying no, the, once a week. Wednesday night. Wednesday night it was it was once a week, and we would say what we appreciated about each of the people around the, the table. People. So if we invited people to the table, we had to think of things, things that we appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we had the special plate, which we have instituted again in the household. We have. Um, Explain the special plate. The special plate is a plate that we... A hand-painted plate. That that we bring out if it's somebody's birthday or if they're having a really hard time. Yeah. So it's an encouraging plate. And it's like yeah. we understand that things are hard or we understand that it's a special moment for you. Yeah, it's a kind of a... It's a quintessentially English thing, isn't it? In that everybody wants to identify with the person that's having difficulty or or enjoying things. And you say it, but you're not kind of overly gushy or verbose. And so you give them the plate, you say what it is that needs to be said, and it's like an emblem. It's like a physical well, it's a reality. Yeah, it's it a symbol, isn't it? That, yeah. that you don't have to keep on saying the same things because you've got the plate. Yeah. It's good, yeah. I like that. Um, And I think... I mean that. I mean we're running out of time, but I think that's probably yeah. a good selection of different things that yeah, we've done. It's good. So, um, with our missional contexts, we go to the same uh, grocery stores, we go to the same coffee, coffee shops, shop. we go to the same gas stations. Uh, with our uh, missional life, in terms of our retreat patterns, uh, we do the same things. We have dinner and breakfast and read the scriptures, and we build people's lives into the patterns of sustainable, predictable uh, things that we do. And by doing that, have an opportunity to make friends, build community, and see the Lord advance his kingdom. That's basically what we do, isn't it? Which is unbelievably exciting. And very simple. Very, well, if it wasn't simple, I wouldn't do it, let's be and honest. And frankly, if it wasn't exciting, you wouldn't do it. No, that's either. true, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, very good. Well, that's it, folks. I hope that that's a little soupçon of uh, insight into what it is that we do. And, I think uh, it would be really nice if people told us what they do as their predictable What a patterns. good thought. Let's sign off with that. Okay. Send us your suggestions, send us your ideas, and uh, we'll be glad to post those uh, in the usual places on my website and uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Off Mic Podcast. Hey, listen, we just want to encourage you to go to michaeljamesbreen.com. We told you in last month's podcast that you could subscribe to the Off Mic Podcast there, which is where we're getting these episodes from. Mike and Sally have been so generous to let us just repost them here on the Gathering Network Covenant Partner Podcast. But please go to iTunes or to michaeljamesbreen.com and subscribe to the Off Mic Podcast. That would really help them out. While you're there, consider subscribing. $9 a month. Consider subscribing to the daily devotional that Mike is doing there. He's following the Moravian text. Every single morning he is publishing a small 15-minute reflection on the New Testament passage of the Moravian text. And y'all, it's like having your very own private biblical scholar. I'm not kidding. It is incredible. It is a very, very minimal investment every single day, and you get a ton out of it. Try it for a month. Try it for two months, and just begin to see what having that one little podcast, that 15 minutes a day, will do uh, just for you your friends, maybe you and your wife, as you guys can go back to it and talk about what you heard that day on your way to work or in your time with the Lord, whatever. Really worth it. Go check out the Daily Devos. All right, you guys, we love you, and uh, we're praying for you and wishing the best for you today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.